and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Back with another episode. I'm ready to talk some Disney. I mean, I'm always ready to talk Disney. That's, you know, it's just like one of those things. I go through life um, in the back of my mind, like always waiting and hoping that someone brings up Disney in front of me. Whether it's a coworker, a random person in line at the store, a friend of a friend of a friend. I'm just always waiting for them to bring up, oh, you know, like so-and-so about Disney, or have you been to Disney recently, or I'm going to Disney, do you have any tips? And I'm just ready. I'm ready to go, always ready to talk Disney. If you're a returning listener, you guys know how this goes. You guys are the best. Thank you for coming back. If you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. Uh, it's going to be me talking Disney for the next, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it takes. Um, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. And if you guys can, do me a huge favor. Head over to my uh, my podcast homepage in the iTunes app. Uh, if you click on my name or you know search the Disney World Today, click on my album art. It'll bring you to my homepage. And there you can leave me a rating and a review leave me a rating i would really appreciate it if you leave me a review if you write a review i love reading those i'll give you a shout out on the very next episode and the reason why you know I, I appreciate those is one you know I, I like i like hearing the positive feedback you know this is a passion project for me it's me talking disney by myself um you know i was so hesitant about starting a podcast for many reasons so you know the positive feedback kind of helps me you know keep going keep plugging along um, and also, you know, it helps It helps the algorithm. I'd like to get some more ears on this podcast. I feel like I have good Disney opinions. I'm not afraid to call out Disney. I'm not afraid to, you know, dislike what they do and talk about it. Um, and I feel like we need more of that in the Disney community. So, you know, that always helps out. Um, also, you know, wherever you listen to this, even if you don't listen all the time or you listen every once in a while, if you're just going to listen to this one, if you can't, just subscribe or, or leave a rating wherever you listen. You know Anything like that helps, and I'd really, really appreciate it. And again, too, if, if you're a new listener, I'd highly recommend going back and listening to some of the older episodes. There's a lot of good ones in there. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased on that, but I do think there's some good ones. Uh, last week's was a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, brought back a lot of memories. Last week's episode was all about Disney at spring break. Uh, you know, Considering it's March, it's spring. You know, kids are, you know, starting to have their spring breaks now. It kind of reminded me of being a kid getting off of school and always wanting to go to Disney for spring break. And we also talked about the Flower and Garden Festival going on at Epcot. So uh, that episode covered a lot. It's available in the archives wherever you listen. I highly recommend going and checking it out. This week's episode, we're getting into it. We're going to be talking about Disney adults. Now... This term is interesting. You know, a lot of people kind of use it in the negative way. Uh, so I, Kevin Pope, on this day, I'm going to defend our honor because I myself am a Disney adult. You know, I guess because I'm an adult who loves Disney, that that's what qualifies you, I guess. Um, but we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about what the term means you know, when it started, why it's used in such like a, a negative fashion, you know, we're going to get into all that, you know, it's something, it's something that's been on my mind because 
anytime it just kind of comes up, oh, Disney adults. Like, when did that become a thing? Uh, you know, it's just something uh, that always kind of comes up in the conversation, whether it's like a debate online, whether it's, you know, talking with people, you know, at work or friends. You know, the term Disney adult gets thrown around a lot. And a lot of people just don't understand what it means. You know, they don't understand why, you know, adults love Disney. So we're going to get into all of that. Should be a fun episode. Always a uh, a, a hot topic when the term Disney adults uh, comes up, but that's all I got for this intro. All right, guys, here we go. Your attention, please. (laughs) The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! Alright, so let's get into it. The term Disney adult. Now this topic, um, you know, kind of came into my mind and made me want to do an episode on it for a couple reasons. One, I saw just someone on Twitter, you know, some site posted, uh, they were doing a, it might have been Barstool. They were doing like a bracket, you know, March Madness is here with the uh, NCAA basketball tournament, so all these brackets are going to be coming out. You know, people do brackets about everything. Food, appetizers, states, you know, whatever it is. They did a bracket. It was, like, the worst type of people. And, like, one of the matchups was, like, you know, for example, people who, you know, chew with their mouth open or whatever versus Disney adults. So that was one of their... Someone decided that Disney adults deserve to be on a bracket of the worst kind of people. You know, that that bothers me. You know, another reason why it kind of came up, I was at work uh, maybe a week or two ago, and we're all kind of sitting around eating lunch, and, you know, I, I most of the guys know, um, you know, I'm a big Disney guy, that, you know, I got engaged there, I go on their vacation, I don't think they know I have a podcast and an Instagram page and stuff, but, you know, they were talking about Disney just kind of, you know, in the background, I was just kind of sitting there listening and they were talking about how, uh, you know, someone's brother was, like, taking the family to Disney and how he doesn't understand, like, why he would, you know, spend that kind of money at Disney and deal with the crowds. Everything's overpriced. And, you know, that right there just kind of, you know, kind of sparked it, too. Like, he doesn't understand why he would take his family to Disney and deal with the crowds and the overpriced everything and spend that kind of money on Disney. That's the whole thing. Everything about Disney adults and and people kind of trashing Disney, it's all centered around the fact that they just don't get it. They don't understand it. Now, you guys have heard me talk for how many episodes now? I don't even know, 24, 5-ish, something like that. That my best memories of my life have taken place in Disney World with my family, with my fiancé with my friends those are my best and greatest memories so if i if that's you know where my favorite and best memories are you know a a vacation destination why would i stop going there just because now i'm an adult you know like people don't get it the people who 
trash Disney adults and throw that word around and talk about how, oh, you're going back to Disney? Oh, it's not worth the money. Like, those people either never really went or they went once or twice, you know, and had a terrible time and they just don't get it. That's the whole thing. Now, the term Disney adult, like, I feel like that's a newer term. I don't ever remember hearing that until maybe the last, uh, maybe five, between five and ten years. Like, I, maybe even more recent than that. I do not remember hearing that term, you know, until recently. When I was a kid, you know, at Disney, I don't remember ever, um, you know, hearing about that or, or being like, oh, wow, why are there so many Disney adults here? You know, this is for kids. Like, I don't remember ever thinking that. You know, maybe, maybe it has to do with, like, times changing. Like, the generations and, you know, people change. Like, people, the people who are adults now probably grew up going to Disney more often than, you know, the past generations. Just with how popular, you know, the park has become. You know, whatever with technology and the ease of travel and money. Like, it does kind of seem like now, you know, Disney isn't just for families with small kids it's a place where families with small kids can go families with teenagers families of all ages can go it's a place where you know grown adults can go whether it be as a solo as a couple meeting up with friends it's literally a place where everyone can go and have a good time and have fun and you know i think that's part of it i think you know, back in the, through the 70s, through the 90s, it was a place you went with your family. It was a family vacation destination. That's, you know, that's who went. And, I'm and you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, I'm sure Disney adults were still going solo trips, you know, just adults without kids. I'm sure that's the case. Like, my dad went with his friend to Disney World, uh, like, after they graduated college. They drove down, you know, so it's it, it happened. I just think maybe it's, you know, more popular now. Like for me, if I had, you know, if I had the opportunity, I would go on a solo trip. You know, I I would love for my family to go. I would love for my fiance to go with. But if it was ever a, a, a circumstance where I was able to go and they couldn't make it and they said, go ahead. Yeah, I would go and I'd have a great time. And I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. What is wrong with a... A place that just makes you happy, you know. And they throw the the term around Disney adult like it's like it's such a negative connotation. Like, how could you go there? That is only for kids. And like, why are you going there? It's not just for kids. Like, look at it. Look at look at the things that they offer. It is not just a vacation destination for kids anymore. And that stigma is still around, you know, because they think of Disney when they were a kid in the seventies and eighties and. 90s where yeah they they only kind of um cater to families with small kids it's not like that anymore you know the food and wine fest was not designed for kids you know so that's you know i feel like that's how the term has become more popular is is because the generations and time and it's kind of like it's you know i'm big into collecting things it's kind of like that the things that are popular you know, collecting wise, if you go on eBay like now, it's, you know, people who were five, ten years old, it's the, them like wanting 
to rebuy the things they had as a kid. So like video games like from like Nintendo, Nintendo 64, um, you know, sports cards from that era. Those are all becoming more popular because people my age, you know, were in the they're in their 30s, maybe a little older. They have money now, and they they say, hey. This brought me a lot of joy when I was 10 years old. I loved this game. I want to buy it and have it as you know in my collection. Like, um, you know, there's some someone just sold a like sealed um, Super Mario game for like a few hundred thousand dollars, and it's like you know stuff like that is becoming popular because yeah, you know, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I have been buying old wrestling action figures that I had when I was you know seven years old and I just want them in my collection because it reminds me of you know being a kid this toy like I have good memories playing with this toy I remember going and getting it at the store with my dad I have money now I'm gonna go on eBay I'm gonna buy it you know that's kind of how trends work it's kind of like with Disney like we all kind of grew up going as a kid with our families and now we keep going you know whether or not we still have kids so I think that's how you know the the term Disney adult has kind of evolved and gotten and you know gotten more popular uh, throughout the years here. And, you know it's definitely a newer term. You know, a, definitely a part of it too is just people not understanding what Disney is. You know what it means to us, and you know a lot of times it stems from them going there on vacation and having a terrible time, and that ruins it for them. It ruins their, you know, obviously it ruins their vacation. It ruins their perspective and it kind of leaves a bad taste in their mouth. I think we all kind of know these people like um, people, you know, just, you know, growing up, people from work, acquaintances, friends, even like I'm sure we all know people who have talked about how, you know, they don't understand why you keep going back to Disney for vacation. I've experienced that my entire life, you know, whether it's friends from school co-workers acquaintances like you tell them oh you know i'm going on vacation oh where are you going oh, i'm going to disney oh you're going to disney again don't you ever want to go somewhere different how do you guys you know not get tired of it you know stuff like that they don't understand it you know i've said it a million times my best memories are you know going to disney as a kid with my family and that's you know part of the reason why i keep going back because every time i go you know, one, it reminds me of being a kid and those memories. And two, it's a place where I can be happy and have a good time and feel comfortable and safe and just a plethora of things. You know, I've, I've been other places on vacation. I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to Mexico. I've been to other parts of Florida, California. You know, I, I get like why people want to switch things up in their vacations. But if I if I have a good time and I'm happy and having fun at Disney every year, then it shouldn't matter. Like, that's what I like to do. You know, especially with Disney, it's almost, you know, every year you go back, you can kind of have a different experience, whether there's a new ride, new attractions, you try something new. There's so much to do there. Like, that's how we've, that's how my family has always kind of explained it. You know, once my whole family stopped going as a group, you know, my grandparents got a little older. My aunt and, you know, her kids were going at separate times. It was just me, my sister, and my parents, the four of us. We started kind of changing things up a little bit. We would fly in two days early, and we would spend those two days just in Orlando. 
And those two days, we did everything we could that was non-Disney related. You know, we would go to Universal Studios. We would go to a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game. We would, you know, go to Cocoa Beach for a day, Cape Canaveral. Like, we would do these, all these different things in those two days, you know. And then we would switch hotels, you know, go on to Disney property and spend, you know, a week at Disney doing, you know, doing Disney. And that kept things fresh for us. I have a lot of good memories of that, too. You know, just, uh, I remember... You know, the year my buddy came with me, 2008, we did the same thing. You know, those first two days, we I think we did Universal Studios, and we went to, I think it was called Fun Spot in Orlando. They had, like, these go-kart tracks. We did that. Just had a good time. You know, that's how you kind of, that's how we, you know, kind of keep things fresh. My parents were always kind of thinking, like, they didn't want, you know, me and my sister to get burned out on Disney. And I don't think we ever would have, but, you know, it was definitely something that kept the vacations fresh. You know, and especially Disney back then, like, it seemed like every year there was a new ride or something new, something added, new shows, new fireworks, new parades, you know. So, you know, there was always something to do. And, you know, when you, everyone, you guys know, when you go to Disney, it's, you're busy. There's, you're always doing stuff. And sometimes still, even now, you know, you kind of run out of time for things. That's, that's how Disney World is. There's so much to do. It's like, oh, I wish we could have gotten on, you know. Uh, Space Mountain one more time or, you know, we kind of run out of time with everything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it it definitely seems like the people who, you know, don't get it or make fun of you for going to Disney, it, like they're the ones that either their their families never took them, or they went like once and it wasn't a thing, or they went and it was a terrible time. You know, they're the ones that complain about the crowds and the heat. Like, yeah, obviously. If you're going to Disney in July, August, it's going to be hot. It's going to be crowded. You may have to stand in some lines. You're not going to just walk on a line, you know, walk on a ride. You know, it's like that everywhere. You go to any theme park, it's going to be like that. It's not just Disney. You know, you knew what you were getting into uh, when you went. You know the prices ahead of time. You know it's going to be hot. You know it's going to be crowded. Um, and that's, you know, kind of where it's up to you to make the best of it. It's up to you to do your research and your homework and find out how to use the fast pass the best way. And, you know, go to when you should go to this park versus that park and when to ride the rides. Like, you guys know, you're like me. We all have our tips and tricks. Like, especially back in the day, like, Splash Mountain and Thunder Mountain, we would never do until the nighttime parade or wishes. Because it was always a long line, and if you just waited till what you know nine or ten o'clock, whenever that was, whenever the shows were, you could walk right on as many times as you wanted. That those wait times would drop to ten minutes. Half the time it would say ten minutes, and we're sprinting up the line to ride Thunder Mountain as fast as we could, so we could ride it again or run over to Splash Mountain before the fireworks show ends or or before the parade ends. Like things like that, you have to know. If you want to, you know, have the best best experience you can at Disney, like you have to kind of know those things. Unfortunately, you know, one of my best friends, he's been talking about going back to Disney. He's a casual. I call him a casual Disney Disney fan. He, 
you know, he went a few times with his family growing up. Always liked it. Would love to go back. Just hasn't, you know, gotten around to it. Um, he's been talking about going back now with his wife, who's never been there. You know, and she's someone, like I said, she's never been to Disney. Um, and she kind of has, you know, that kind of negative picture of it in her head now where it's like, oh, we're too old. We don't have kids. You know, it's not for us. And I try to explain to her and, and explain to them, like, you can go right now and have a great time as, you know, a couple, you know, an adult couple, husband and wife without kids. There's plenty to do. Like, they, they're both into roller coasters and rides and, you know, having a good time. Like, you could definitely do that. And I tell him all the time, I was like, you need, please promise me, when you guys decide to go anytime soon, like, you need to talk to me first so I can help plan and research and just kind of educate you guys on how to plan your trip, especially now. It's a little different. You can't just book your trip and show up. I was like, you need to let me know weeks before you even consider, you know, booking your trip because you got to think about the park reservations and where you're staying and fast pass. And I was like, I need to walk you through this because if your wife, you know, after all, if it takes all this convincing to get her to go now, and you guys go and she has a terrible time, they're never going back, <laughs> you know? So, like, I, I try to tell him, like, you know, I feel like October would be a good time for them to go. The crowds are a little less. The humidity's not as bad. Heat's not as bad. Crowds aren't as bad. You know, they have the, the Halloween party at Magic Kingdom. They have the Food and Wine Festival. Two things, I think, that can be enjoyed by, you know, adults without kids. Especially food and wine, like I talked about, that wasn't made for kids. That's for us. That's for my age group. That's for adults. Like, you can go, you can try different foods, you can try different drinks, you can have a good time, enjoy some live entertainment, you know, walk around Epcot. Like, it's a great experience. Uh, so I've been, I've been just begging him, like, please do not, uh, do not book anything until you talk to me. Because, like, like I said, they, they need to have a good time. You know, I don't want them to have a bad experience and then never want to go back. Like, that's how that happens. You know, that's kind of how I am with everyone that goes, like, whether they're my close friend or just an acquaintance, like, I always try to help them and give them tips because anyone that goes to Disney, I want them to have a great time so that they don't have that negative thought in their head of, wow, it's so overpriced and it's way too crowded and it's way too hot. You know, I want them to think, like, wow, that was, you know, we got our money's worth. That was a great time. We made a bunch of family memories. Like, I would go back. Like, that's what I want from everyone. I feel like that's it's something that's only said about Disney, like people who go to Disney all the time or every year, and not like about any other destination, like people who like, oh, I'm going to the Florida Keys, or I go to the Bahamas, or I have a timeshare you know, on some island. It's never like, oh, aren't you sick of going there? Uh, it's always like, only about Disney. People like to rip on Disney adults and people who love Disney, and you know what? It's just, it bothers me, and I'm, I've always like been just... I've always tried to like go against the grain with that. Like when I when I was like in high school, I remember going through a stretch where it seemed like it seemed like it was like looked down upon to still go there, you know, with your family on vacation. And I always wanted to be, you know, I wanted to stick out. I wanted to brag about my Disney vacation. I wanted to wear, you know, my new uh, my new Disney T-shirt that I bought that has like. You know, the year 2007. Like, you know, every year they release new merchandise with the year. Like, I always wanted to wear those shirts to school. And, you know, where uh, I had like a test track hat. And, 
you know, stuff like that. I wanted to make it cool. You know, I've, I felt like it was looked down upon. Maybe it was just that, like, my high school, or maybe it was something that was in my own head. But I wanted to make Disney cool, and it just seemed like it was always looked down upon, like, once you get to a certain age, and it just bothers me. You know, it's a place for us that's it's our happy place. It's where we made memories. It's where we continue to make memories. You know, and it, you know, what gives other people the right to look down, you know, on us for loving something? You know, especially at the end of the day, it's still in Orlando, Florida, where it's amazing weather. It's always warm, plenty of stuff to do. Even if you go there for Disney, you know, a lot of times you end up doing stuff in Orlando or around the area. You know, it's just a great place to go overall. And I'm just tired of people like ripping on Disney adults and using that term like it's I'm supposed to be offended. Like I'm going to go on vacation where I want to go on vacation and then if you have a problem with that, we can deal with that, <laughs> you know. That's just that's just kind of how I think about it. And, you know, I just wanted to talk about, you know, the term Disney adults and how it's always looked down upon and, you know, kind of use this podcast episode as an outlet and, you know, basically just to vent. But um, moving on, I kind of want to, since we're kind of on the topic of, you know, Disney adults and people thinking that Disney is just for kids, uh, I wanted to do a quick top five list my top five things to do at disney for adults all right so the first one on my list number five actually you know what there's no order i'm just gonna do five the first one restaurants food i'm gonna i'm gonna make that into one um adults you know we love to eat we we uh tend to become foodies you know when you're a kid even up until like you're a teenager, you, you don't really care. You'll eat whatever. You just want chicken strips and junk food and soda. Like you don't care. You'll eat whatever. Once you get older, you're, you know, you're, we're adults now. You can get a little sophisticated. <laughs> you know, you want to try. You want to have a good steak dinner. You want to have some wine. You want, you know, good appetizers. And Disney has so many amazing restaurants and highly rated restaurants to choose from all the like amazing park snacks as well you can really have a good time just trying different foods and eating at you know good restaurants and having you know good meals and stuff and i think that's definitely part of it you know adults can go and just kind of uh you know unleash the foodie you know that's inside all of us and kind of relax unwind like i said you could you know there's you know, a bunch of different wine, like wine tastings at Epcot. If you want some, you know, a glass of wine for dinner, there's, you know, so much to do. You can try so many different restaurants. They have, you know, literally like any type of restaurant you could think of, you know, Disney has. So my first thing would be restaurants slash food. The next one on my list, things to do for adults at Disney, the boardwalk. Now, I stayed at the Swan and Dolphin for a lot of years there, and I can tell you the boardwalk on the weekends during the summer can get, can get, uh, shall we say, poppin' is the word I'll use, especially if there's a convention uh, at the Swan and Dolphin. Like, it can get packed. Uh, there's the, the club there, Jelly Rolls, that, uh, you know, I've seen it empty you know, a lot of times, but uh, I've seen it also full and people having a good time a lot of drinking, a lot of mingling, and like I said, the key uh, a lot of times is when there's a convention around. Like a lot of those, uh, a lot of those people there on business, 
you know, once once the sun goes down and they need something to do, they usually end up at the boardwalk. Um, you know, and the boardwalk too is a good place you can just kind of walk around. Really good ambiance there with just the theming and everything around. And, you know, you have the, the clubs there, a lot of good restaurants to try there. Uh, there's always entertainment going on around the boardwalk area, like, uh, like street performer type stuff. There's, I've seen like, uh, uh, there's like the guy that does like the juggling and like the mime stuff and music and, you know, just kind of a good place to kind of walk down, have a few drinks. If you want to go to like jelly rolls or, or one of the restaurants there, you can do that. You know, it's, uh, definitely on my list. If you're a Disney adult looking to do adult type things, head over to the boardwalk next on my list this one kind of similar to my first one with food and restaurants the famous the internet popular drink around the world at epcot this one has taken on a life of its own you know it's always kind of been a thing but definitely within like the last few years with social media with tiktok and instagram the drink around the world challenge where you have to have a drink at every country at epcot if you're a Disney adult, no kids, looking to have a good time, you don't want to, you know, go on Spaceship Earth, drink around the world. Now, I have mixed thoughts on this. One, I get it. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun with friends or a big group, of, you know, your family or whoever. It can be a lot of fun. And I've seen it from the opposite where I'm walking through Epcot with my family and there's just a group of drunk people stumbling around. It's like, oh, this is kind of annoying. So if you're going to do it, just don't be, uh, don't be... Uh, too drunk that it's obnoxious and you know disturbing other people there with their families and stuff but the drink around the world challenge can be a lot of fun i've seen people a lot of people do it with like matching t-shirts and stuff you know you can make a whole day of it you know legit make it a challenge you know it's disney so you don't have to worry for the most part you know you don't have to worry about driving so that's perfect there's always transportation available um you can just have a good time and and in the process too you know you're trying drinks from know different countries like how cool is that it's not just you know beers from you know the same type of beer or whatever you know you could have different types of drink in like japan italy you know the uk and stuff so it can be a lot of fun and definitely again that's something you could do definitely not uh definitely not for kids and uh could be a lot of fun all right two left uh this next one let's go with disney springs Disney, Disney Springs, this one's an obvious choice. You know, back in the day, there was Pleasure Island that was there at Disney Springs when it was called Downtown Disney. Now, that was legitimately only for adults. That was, you know, they had nightclubs, comedy clubs, restaurants, bars. Like, that was the place to be if you were an adult, uh, young adult, you know, at, at Disney. Or even, you know, you were a local, you could go because it's Disney Springs you know that was the place to be and that's that's the place when i was like 14 or 15 walking through there with my family we're trying to like cut through to get to the other side and i'm looking at all the partying and the music and the drinking and i remember it was like early 2000s and they disney springs had a uh, an event that summer it was it was new year's eve every night is what they called it so like every night at I'm pretty sure midnight they would like shoot off fireworks and play music and everyone would like kiss and be happy and that was something to see as a 14 year old let me tell you that and I remember walking through and being like I cannot wait to come here when I'm 18 or 21 because 
this looks like a good time. Um, and obviously they changed it. They got rid of it. You know, Disney wanted to make it a little more family friendly and maybe not have too many, you know, drunks and uh, party goers, you know, walk around Disney Springs. Uh, but even now, you know, Disney Springs is really nice the way they redid it. Uh, it's kind of got a fancier look to it. Good vibes, a lot of live music. There's food trucks, again, different restaurants and bars and entertainment everywhere you, you know, kind of everywhere you turn. And it has a little bit of everything. If, whether you have kids, whether you're an adult, you can always find something to do at Disney Springs. And for my last one, I'm going to tie it back to food and drinks again. The Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Now, I guess technically any of the festivals at Epcot, um, you know, can kind of be geared towards adults if you're into it. But I feel like the Food and Wine one is the one that's mostly for adults. You know, there's we uh, when we go, like me and my fiance, like we dedicate at least one day, maybe even like a day and a half, to just going and trying something from every single country, a, f a food item, a drink item from every country. And we love it, you know, we we love to eat, we love food, and there's just something about trying something from all these different countries. You know, Epcot, they give you like those little books you can like check off which ones you've had. And it's just something to do, it's something fun, it's something different, you know, it's not riding rides, you know, it's not your typical Disney, you know, vacation. It's definitely something different. And even if you're a foodie, if you're just there for fun, it's something I feel like you can really enjoy um, you know, just trying different things. So that's my list. That's a quick five. Um, just, you know, it, it's somewhat related, uh, to the whole Disney adult conversation. And, you know, I didn't want to just keep venting and rambling on about the same thing. So, you know, switch up a little bit, kill some time, fill some time here. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much all I have, uh, for this episode. You know, like I said, it, it's just something I wanted to talk about. Maybe it didn't deserve a whole episode dedicated to you know Disney adults and what it means and you know why it bothers me but you know what I I wanted to talk about it I'm sure you guys can can relate to some of the, some of the topics I mentioned here but like I said it's all I got another episode in the books as always I thank you guys for listening I hope you know I just hope that if you're listening to this I hope I can help just pass the time, help you get through your day, whether you're at work, whether you're sitting in traffic, whether you're doing things around the house. Like I just, my, my goal is just to take you away from that, you know, put your mindset into Disney, you know, and like me, maybe you're like me. That's my happy place. It helps me escape. Like I listen to Disney podcasts when I'm at work or driving and really helps pass the time and then take my mind off the stress of daily life so I hope I can uh, provide that to some of you guys you know if not if you're just listening to just have background noise you know what I'm okay with that <laughs> I'm okay with that too uh you know I I understand it but thank you guys for listening if you can like I said do me a big favor uh rate and review anywhere you can you know the iTunes reviews are the most helpful but even if you're listening on Spotify or you know, Google Podcasts or wherever. If you just subscribe, it helps me out. Just want to get as many ears as possible on this podcast, and I'll be doing my best to get these out weekly. I uh, I, I really try to get this one uh, out on uh, the same schedule, but uh, got a lot of things going on in my personal life, and I'm sure we'll get into all of that. But thank you guys. You guys are the best. If you have any 
opinions, questions, just want to talk Disney, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Disney World Today. And until next time, always remember, it all started with a mouse. Thank you.